Yo, what's up? It's J.D. McKissick from the Detroit Line, and you're listening to Blue Brothers Sportcast. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I am Caleb, and with me, as always, is Brandon. Brandon, what is happening? Oh, man, just getting back into the swing of things. Uh, Had a rough weekend. Everybody in my house got sick, uh, even my daughter. So I had to clean up a nice throw-up mess there Friday night. And then I ended up getting sick Saturday and on through mostly part of Sunday. Um, still kind of reeling from it. Man, that was a rough flu. So I hope nobody listening gets that. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty awful. <laughs> it's a good thing we record remotely because I'd be like, we're not recording for a few days. <laughs> we are recording late as it is, but yeah, need some... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It was they made it in a movie. Quarantine. Did you yeah. ever see that movie, Quarantine? Um, no, but I've seen Wreck, which was like the original. They based Quarantine was like the American remake of Wreck. Okay. Yeah. It was Wreck okay. is like a Spanish movie, I believe. Yeah, I actually forgot that I'd seen Quarantine. So, eh, anyways, um, so yeah, well, glad you're on the mend and hopefully everybody's kind of doing better and maybe back to a hundred percent. So this is your public service announcement about it's flu season. So watch out. Yeah. So, you know, if you got a chance, go get a shot because it's a bad one. (laughs) Yes, I have heard that. So, uh, well, that's not very rock. Uh, it's good to hear that you guys are doing better, but we do still share our rock moment of the week. So we will start off with that tonight. I want to rock! Right, rock and roll. And so what you guys may have noticed is that we have a new intro to the intro song. So a thank you to uh, JT McKissick from the Detroit Lions uh, for doing that for us. We were able to connect with him through Cameo. If you guys don't know what Cameo is, it's really cool where you can get uh, in touch with celebrities, athletes, actors actresses people from all sorts of genre uh for being famous and uh you can connect with them and they can do like personalized messages so uh us both being fans of the lines uh brandon was so kind to be the one to set it up and went through cameo with jd mckissick and he did the little intro there for the sports cast and we also asked them a question Uh, about what was uh, the most difficult part about transitioning from wide receiver to running back. And so we were able to get this answer from him. The hardest thing from the transition from wide receiver to running back was protection and blocking it. Um, You know, a lot of it's second nature. 
playing running back since I was a kid. Um, but in the NFL, um, toughest league, toughest football league in the world, um, and finders and best. But I would say just protection, um, blocking, and knowing your IDs and those types of things. And we appreciate uh, that again, J.D. McKissick, uh, one of the exciting players to watch for the Lions. Even though it's been a little bit of a rough rough patch for them, but we still enjoy watching and uh, seeing what's going to happen each week. Every year is interesting with the Lions. Oh, there's always an emotional roller coaster, it seems like. Yeah. But yeah, McKissick, one of the, the best additions I think the Lions have had this year um exciting player so it was nice that he was willing to give us a shout out as long you know along with answering a question that we had and we appreciate that yep so uh good luck with the we're going to be doing a preview episode later but good luck against the uh bucks coming up so go lines do people say one like verbally say one pride is that a thing I've never really. I don't know. Seen I just see it on Twitter all the time. Yeah, I don't think anybody ever really yells it. I think it's just go yeah. lines and hashtag one pride. So, yeah. But uh, we'll turn this bus around and we'll head in the exact opposite direction because we go from the rock moment and switch gears into garbage day. The garbage play of the week. Brought to you by the one, the only, Brandon. What do you have this week? (laughs) Uh, My garbage play of the week was actually from the game last night, Monday Night Football. Um, The New York Giants were up 17-3 to at halftime, and they lost to the Eagles last night, 24-17. to Scoreless second half. Nice. Yeah, they put in Eli Manning, so I don't know if they were trying to lose on purpose so they have a better pick, but you know that's what happened. They came out like super hot in the first half. I watched the first half of the game, and you know it kind of caught me by surprise because you know right now they hold the second pick in the draft, so they're, I think they're like well now they're two and eleven, but at the time they're two and ten. Yeah, but yep, choked in the second half. Well done, Giants. Well done. It's okay. I don't I know people were like breaking it down and some people were saying, oh, if they win, it could help the Lions. And I saw somebody else arguing about like it's gonna be impossible because of the schedule, and I don't really break things down that much. Because honestly, for me, the uh leadership at the Lions would just find a way to mess up the draft anyways, if they have the number two pick or the number seven pick, <laughs> whatever. So Oh man! So I think they're. I think they might. Yeah, I think they might actually be saving the fan base from being like, okay, if we screw up the number seven draft pick, it's not going to feel as bad if we screw up the number two pick in the draft. (laughs) So really, they're doing it. They're doing it for you guys. The the Giants were just looking out for the Lions fans. So for your health. For your health. Uh, yeah, so I think with uh, with that, we will jump in and talk about our reviews from this weekend. Uh, 
you know what? Uh, we didn't discuss. Our, uh, let's start with the Lions. We're just going to start with the Lions. That's the one that actually had the game. We talked about a couple other things, but the Lions was the main game since obviously Michigan was not playing this weekend because it's championship weekend. And apparently they don't like playing on championship weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Low blow. But I... uh, yeah, that'd be my night. Oh, um, uh, yeah. So the Lions, um, another rough game to watch. It was it was pretty dull, I'd say. Um, you know, for this game, I, I feel like the defense played fairly well. Played better than they had the last few weeks. But the offense had a hard time. And, I mean, it's bound to happen when you're on your third-string quarterback. Mm-hmm. On your, you know, you got your second, you got a guy, not even second-string running back who's starting. It's... You know, Bo Scarborough, who was a guy who was a free agent, like, the entire season, and they signed him off their own practice squad. Um, I mean, you can't really expect too much. Uh, David Blau, he threw one touchdown, had two interceptions. Uh, Scarborough, like I mentioned, he's got the start, and he had 65 yards rushing. Uh, Kenny Galladay had a decent day. He had 58 yards receiving and a touchdown. Uh, he also had a really awesome catch uh, on the sideline. I don't know if you saw that one. I think I saw the highlight of it. I think I, lo- I missed it live. Yeah, that guy, dude, he's got to have a ridiculous like grip. Because it seems like anytime he goes up and like snags a ball like that and he gets hit hard, the ball doesn't even move in the guy's hands. Like He's got to have a grip like a, like a wrestler or something. It's nuts. Um, and on the defensive side of the ball, and not much in the way of stats, you know, they did a pretty decent job of containing uh, Dalvin Cook. I mean, he had 62 yards and a touchdown, but, you know, he kind of went out injured, a little banged up, and they put in Alexander Madison, who played fairly well. Um, you know, not huge numbers by, by Cousins. You know, he had 242 yards and a touchdown. Um, tree flowers, you know, he had the only sack. Um, he's starting to, he's starting to show a little more of his ability. I don't know if like the beginning of the season, he was hampered by, you know, the injury that he had and the surgery he had in the off season, but he's really started to step it up the last, I don't know, two thirds of the season. So it's kind of nice to see, uh, on the Vikings, um, Daniel Hunter, he had three sacks. So, you know, whoever was in charge of keeping him away from Blau uh, struggled a little bit. So Struggling. Yeah, struggled. Um, you know, like you said, we're kind of the point where, you know, I, like most fans, are just saying, you know, put the young guys in there, get them some experience. Uh, you know, if you keep losing, you're going to move up the draft board. So... You know, if you get a win, I guess whatever. But at this point, you're just thinking about next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that, and, and I totally agree with that. And uh, I don't know, they're not exactly known for that all the time. But the, also, the tricky thing too is usually the lines are a little bit more kind of in the mix of things at this point in the season. So there is that like keep playing or don't keep playing or winning, trying to win, however you want to say it. 
And yeah. the really, uh, the really unfortunate thing, I'm not, I'm not at all one of those people. I mean, neither of us are. Where it's just like, oh, this is the Lions' year, you know, Super Bowl or bust. Um, but frankly, I mean, we've we've been saying it like they've been in almost every game except for I think maybe this one. But I mean, face it, at this point with how many injuries there are, like you said, third string quarterback, uh, bringing Scarborough off the uh, uh, the practice team and everything. What are you going to expect? Like, it's probably going to look worse and worse. Um, but they were really, you know, playing with teams really well. So it's just like, you know, if they could, if the Lions could have ever had everything going at one time, they don't even have to play a perfect game or perfect games. Like, if they were able to just have the offense playing well at one time and the defense playing well at one time, and, you know, 90% of, the players healthy and things like that. But no, like there was just like something happening every week. And it was just, it was kind of unfortunate because it would have been really interesting to see what could have happened. So, yeah, I mean, and it's just, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I feel like in this next off season, they really need to draft pass rush in the first round. You know, I don't think they're going to get chase young. I think that's probably going to go to the giants. And, you know, right now it's pretty much impossible. I mean, it is impossible for the Lions to jump the Giants in the draft without a trade. Um, you know, I feel like he would just be perfect for the Lions defense, but I don't see that happening. So they're going to have to try to, like, find somebody else pass rush either first or second round that can make an impact. And, you know, improving that pass rush is going to help the secondary. It's going to help the linebackers. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, maybe they need to do something, too, with the interior defensive line and try to figure out how they can get back to stopping the run like they did later last year. Yeah. And, you know, I think they get those things taken care of and, you know, they'll win a lot more games next year because the offense really had no problem when Stafford was in there. Mm-hmm. But after Stafford got banged up, you know, they put in Driscoll and, you know, he was able to score some points, but that's when the defense really started falling apart. So, you know, the offense really wasn't the problem this year, I don't feel like. And yeah. you can't really say anything about it with Blau in there because, I mean, he's a he's an undrafted rookie free agent mm-hmm. that, you know, the Browns signed and the Lions traded for him. Like, I don't even remember what they traded. It was like a sixth or seventh round draft pick. It wasn't much. But, you I mean, you can't expect him to come out and try to, you know, we need some games, especially against some tough teams that we've been playing. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, get those those couple pieces fixed on the defense, and the team, you know, immediately looks a lot better for next year. Yeah. Yep. So it'll be interesting. I I really kind of hope. I mean, that I mean at the same time too. Like it's just it's not even just about getting experience for the younger players and everything it's also saying hey you know you've been having injury problems take care of your valuable players Mm -hmm. uh, and make sure that you know something weird doesn't happen during the end of the season to maybe affect the beginning of next season so i mean it's i know that uh yeah stafford like still isn't on ir and that whole weird situation, I don't know. Maybe it's just kind of a um, 
a known thing that they know that he's never or not going to come back, but they didn't put him on. I, I don't know. I don't know. Lines never really make sense with that. Yeah, it baffles me, but you know, do what you do. <laughs> um, like if they don't put, bring him back in a game and he's not on IR, I guess it's just like fine, okay. But there's always that looming thing where it's just like, oh look, there's Stafford on the field. Crap. Yeah. So, but yeah, time will tell. Got a few games left. It'll be kind of interesting to see some of those other players. Uh, you know, I mean, they've already gotten some significant time. So, yeah, Blau's been, yeah, he's been a little bit surprising. So, he and a couple other players like Scarbro give him more time and could see some really nice stuff develop. Yeah. Um, anything else to say about the Lions right now? Oh, I don't think so. I mean, what else can you really say <laughs> at uh, this point in the season, you know, with how it's gone? Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if we would really even transition this into saying that's like another segment, but uh, not, well, there was a decent amount of other things that happened this weekend, uh, but not that we dive too deeply into because it's not involving Michigan football, but was championship weekend for college football. <clears throat> Took a little bit of insight into the Big Ten matchup. And so that was another face-off between um, Wisconsin and Ohio State, uh, then ranked number one and number eight in the country. And we both predicted a easy win for Ohio State. I had 42-17. You had 35-17. Wisconsin actually was surprising i mean they were controlling the game they were leading um they were looking like the more dominant team in the first half and then the second half it kind of got away from them the biggest thing uh happening was not not saying that this is where everything changed but um things really took a turn when they had that um muffed punt situation and Mm -hmm. they they didn't recover from that and Ohio they, State had that false start that wasn't called. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. There was that as well. And then people were bringing up stuff from the week prior. And it's just like, yeah, it is what it is at this point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they, uh, Wisconsin went scoreless in the second half. So that definitely did not help things. So. But, uh, but yeah, so Ohio State still kind of being dominant, still being tested a little bit, be kind of interesting, um, see how things move forward. Uh, anything surprising or big to take away from it? I mean, uh, Wisconsin kind of shut down Chase Young uh, pretty well. Uh, I don't think quite as effectively as Michigan did, but... Um, they served up things pretty well. Michigan maybe gave a good example on how to take Chase Young out of the game. And I, I will say, though, Wisconsin gave the best-looking effort of uh, the defense covering the Ohio State offense. Yeah, uh, at least true. for At least for, like, two-slash-three quarters. So, And I also saw that a lot of people were – Mentioning Don Brown a lot <laughs> during <laughs> and after the game. So that might be a conversation that you see <laughs> happening. 
But any uh, any reactions from you, Brandon, really, with the uh, Big Ten championship game or, I guess, any of the results from the championship weekend? Um, I didn't watch too much of that one. You know, like I said, I wasn't feeling the best. So, you know, I, I was kind of, like, napping a lot of the day just because I didn't feel good. Um, I was able to catch, you know, most of a couple games. You know, I watched some of the Big, Te- Big 12 championship. Uh, you and I actually were talking about that while it was on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was a pretty exciting game. You know, kind of like how I guess most Big Twelve games are. You know, lots of scoring, not much defense. Uh, and you know, just noticing the speed that you know Oklahoma and Baylor have that Michigan just they don't seem to have on the field. Um, yeah. And then, you know, I was able to watch some of the MAC championship. Uh, you know, Central Michigan was playing in that against Miami, Ohio. That was a really close game, too. You know, it came down. You know, Central had the ball. They were down by five, I believe. And they were driving down the field. And, you know, they got within the 50. Uh, they had to, like, throw it deep at the last second. And uh, it was swatted down in the end zone. So Miami ended up taking the MAC. Yeah, other than that, um, I wasn't. I didn't really watch too much. I watched a little bit of Clemson um, and Virginia, but yeah, like I said, I was just kind of in and out of sleep. You know, it's not feeling good that day. You are not dedicated. <laughs> not dedicated. I should have been watching it in my sleep. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, there were a couple close ones. I was watching part of that Cincinnati Memphis. Uh, that was really back and forth. Um, LSU just handled Georgia. LSU still playing dominant and everything. I think this, uh, the most surprising thing for me was how Oregon dominated Utah. Um, yeah, I was able to check like the box score and stuff for that after the game. And that blew my mind as well. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it wouldn't have surprised me if they won necessarily. Uh, I mean, Utah was playing hot. But that Oregon just like completely destroyed them. Uh, interesting thing to mention that Lee Corso predicted that Utah was going to be in the college football playoff, which he was one game away from that actually happening. So <laughs> that was kind of surprising. Um, but yeah, the the other the next surprising thing was uh, they were favored by twenty nine points, but Clemson just blew Virginia out of the water. Now, of course. Clemson looks good. They've played well, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not looking at it exactly right now. I don't know. Have they they played like what one team that's in the top twenty five, I think, right now? Oh, I don't even know. We were talking about this too, um, the other day, how the ACC is terrible outside of Clemson. Yeah, so it's like who have they Virginia played? is okay, but everybody else just lousy. Yeah, like everybody's afraid of Clemson, but it's just like Clemson looks good because they're playing. Not not saying that they're not good, but it's just like how how good are they if they're playing just like a bunch of crap teams? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'll. So, uh, good weekend for football. You know, fun stuff. I always enjoy championship weekend and everything, and then bowl season's coming around, and that's that's always fun. So, oh, um, you set up the bowl thing, right? Uh, yes, I did. Um, you know, if you guys are interested in joining our, uh, bowl pick on ESPN, um, I posted that on Twitter. 
Um, you can just send us a DM. You know, if you don't follow us, follow us. I'll follow you back. Uh, I mean, one of us will follow you back. And um, send us a DM. Say you're interested, and I can send you the link. Yeah, check the uh, the Blue Bros 2 account. Uh, no, not 2. I'm sorry. Wait. Uh, the regular Blue Bros account, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Been a long day. So, yeah, it's out there, um, and that's the easiest one to connect with, and uh, we'll probably put that on Facebook. Yeah, probably. All right. Yeah. So, NFL lines, that's how things are, have been going. Uh, actually, interesting development here as we are uh, going to be getting towards the end of this episode. Um Brandon, you have fought your way back in our prediction mm-hmm. battle. So it is currently, I have 55 and you've climbed up to 52. Oh, man. You had a big week this week because you got six points and I only got two. Closing in. Yeah. So you... um. I bombed my college lock with the uh, Clemson not covering the 29 against Virginia. You locked in the Ravens covering the negative five against the Bills. And then you hit on the money for the touchdown throws in the Lions game for Blau. So, yeah, you're inching your way back. We've got uh, – uh, I th- so I think we're going to end with the end of the regular season for the Lions would be good, or maybe cap it off with the um, bowl prediction for Michigan. We'll figure it out. The, there, the ending is the end is nigh. <laughs> so hold on to your butts. That's I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Yippee ki yay! Uh, yeah, I think I think we're good. It's it it feels a little weird because we're only talking about the lines now, so things are a little bit shorter. A little bit shorter and a little more depressing. <laughs> but it's Christmas season, man. Can't be that depressing, right? Yeah, that's true. Hashtag question mark. Yeah, and I was able to get my Christmas lights up, so oh, you I did. wanted to do it this past weekend, and I was sick, so I couldn't do it, but I was able to do that tonight, get that oh. all set and squared away. Okay, nice. Congrats on that. Well, we uh, hope you guys are staying warm, if you're in Michigan, because it's getting freaking cold out there, and we thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, thanks again with um, J.D. McKissick with the Awesome intro we have with the sports now. Uh, we might be doing a couple other things interesting with that uh, between Michigan uh, athletes and Lion athletes, uh, players from the Lions. So uh, look forward to things in the future. And we hope you guys have a good rest of the week. We will catch you for the preview for the Lions versus the Buccaneers and a little bit of talk with Michigan football. So until next time, we'll finish off with Go Blue. Go Blue.